Hey guys, welcome back to another Better Wealth Reacts video. I am going to be reacting to the most viewed Dave Ramsey video on his OG channel where he essentially gets calls from people, yells at them, and says, this is how you could be doing this better. This is how you could be doing this better. And uh, overall, I think um, I, I made a couple videos on Dave Ramsey. I disagree with him on some strategies, but overall, love his heart, love the passion that he communicates on, and I think he's been doing way more good then bad. Um, and he's one of the reasons why I'm in the finance space. So with that, we're going to be reacting to a video. And, and, and the video title is I'm 25 years old, and nearly a million dollars in debt. So this could be credit card debt, this probably is a lot of student loan debt. Um, maybe, I mean, listen, this could be a million dollar um, mortgage, I doubt it if it's 5 million views plus I, I think it's probably worse debt than that. Um, without further ado, we're going to jump in. And I don't know if I'm going to add anything to this. We might just in, in, enjoy or cringe together as we're watching this. Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? So I uh, live in D.C. I just recently got married about three months ago. Congratulations. And, thank you. And my husband and I have really decided we need to be really focused on the same page about our finances. We actually have our first class of financial peace this evening. Oh, cool. Um, but together, we have probably just under a million dollars in debt, and we want to know how to get debt-free without filing bankruptcy. Oh. Right there, you can see Dave's face. He's like, okay, you're 20, 29 years old. You've been married for three months now, and you're a million dollars in debt. So he's probably going to ask, what kind of debt do you have? Okay, how much of that is a mortgage? Uh, the mortgage about two ten. So, so that's almost eight hundred thousand dollars. Well, you have six hundred thousand dollars in what? Three hundred thirty-five is about in student loans. We both have advanced degrees. Then a lot. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of money. And um, yeah, that's a lot of money in student loans. Hopefully, they have super high-paying jobs. The rest is really credit cards and personal loans. So you have $300,000 of credit cards and personal loans? We have about so 335000 in student loans and about 136000 in credit cards, 44000 personal loans, and 35000 car loans. Okay. Can you imagine having your credit card loans being like three or four times higher than your car loan? Um, yeah, this is... This is pretty bad um how old are you i am 29 okay so what in the world <laughs> so yeah I mean, yeah i mean this is this is this is so tricky because you i mean this this person is brave enough to call in they're honest enough and, and honestly it could be worse i mean if there's anything that i know some people try to pad their numbers it's hard to imagine that this person would be lying because it's already bad but uh this person's brave enough to call in but man you just your heart kind of breaks for the situation because depending, I don't know what they do for a living, but if they're, if they're not making massive amounts of money, they've, they've dug themselves in a horrible hole and a lot of their debt's not tied to an asset. And so it's like you you have this bad debt with an interest rate that could be, I, I wonder if Dave will ask about the interest rate. I would be really curious. Yeah. Are you both on this or is this just one of no. you that's completely lost your mind? Well, I have the majority of the student loans, and he has the majority of the, of the credit cards. My my credit card debt is about is not great. Okay, so why does he? Thousand. Why is he at twenty nine years old run up a hundred grand in credit card debt? Well, he's he's thirty two, but 
He's not 29, Dave. He's 32. Um, I, I think it's one of those things where just making really poor financial decisions, thinking be able to pay it down as you go, and then it doesn't it doesn't happen. Yeah. And okay, so you both have advanced degrees. What are your degrees in? We do. So I have a degree, well, both of our advanced degrees. No, he has an MBA, and I have an advanced degree in policy. Can you imagine an MBA? Like, I, I, I hate to go on this rant, but I think some of us are getting degrees, and it's not translating to actual practicality. Like, you're an MBA, you're going to, businesses are going to, like, hire you so you can help them be financially free. It's kind of kind of embarrassing when you're, have hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt that are not tied to assets. It's a tough pill to so work in the government, and we actually both, both do now at this point. <sighs> okay, so your household income is what? Our household income is about two thirty. Okay, all right. It's it's listen. That's that's a potential fraction of what it would be if the, one of them were a doctor. But again, if they both work for the government, they have probably good health care, and they, they have over two hundred thousand. That's a, actually, if you look at averages, is uh, is a lot higher than like an average family living, you know, in rural, um, you know, United States. Um, is there recognition on both of your parts how absurd the situation is? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, there is. Right. So I think we're both a bit scared and want to do anything we can to avoid. Okay, great. Then I'm, then, I'm, then I'm on your team. I can skip that step. Okay, good. Okay, well, you're you're scared, and you should be. Um, you're disgusted, and you should be. We are. Um, you're early in the early stages of being sick and tired and being sick and tired, and you should be. So yeah. here's the thing. You you guys have been living at um, across the board from your education choices to your car purchases to your whatever. You've been living at about um, 10x where you're going to get to live for the next three years. Okay. Yep, that's true. So I'm getting ready to destroy your life, as you know it, because your li- your lifestyle is considerably above your extremely good income. And, he, and listen, I, I want to say this: you might not be a million dollars in debt. You might it might be easy to point fingers and say, "Wow, what they're a bunch of losers," kind of deal. But listen, I think what Dave's about to say: it's not about the mind; it's about the heart. I think it's spot on, and a lot of us our living lifestyles, we're paying money, we're, we're around people, our actions, our inputs out of our life are not aligned with our goals. Their goal right now is to get debt free. Like their goal is to get out of this horrible hole that they find themselves in. And so it's a really clear audit. It's like, what have you been doing? And what do you need to change? And I'm sure Dave is going to be like, you got to eat on rice and beans. And like, like you have to live below your means so that you can get out of this hole. My message is regardless of your goals, do an audit. You could you could be in a good place, but that good place is literally your dungeon and is your jail because it's because you're you're complacent with where you could be. So I just I think the message that Dave's about to go into is going to be really key. And regardless if you're a million dollars of debt or have no debt, it could translate to you. Period of time. And so you've gotten used to spending like you're in Congress. Right. This is going to be very emotional for you all. And you're going to have to look at it through that lens and through a spiritual lens or you're not going to make it. You're going to have to not care what anyone thinks, including each other, because you're not going to spend any money on anything ever for the next three years. Like okay. you've been spending, let, let's pretend you're making 210, and I know you just got married, but let's pretend you'd been doing this as a couple as you went along. You've been making 210, spending 310. I'm getting ready to put you on 30. Okay. You're not going to see the inside of a restaurant unless it's your extra job where you're waiting on some of the people you work with during the day. Okay. This is how humbling this is going to be. Yeah. I think the word humbling is really key here. It's quite. It's going to crush a lot of crap in your soul that caused you to do this. 
So the bad news is it's going to be really rough. The good news is it's going to be great for you guys relationally, spiritually, and financially. But you're not going to make the financial unless you make the relational and the spiritual move. Because the, I know that I know you guys because I was you guys. This is exactly what yeah. I did. It's exactly yeah. what I did in my twenties. I hmm. bought and purchased a lifestyle that was five to ten x what I had. Yeah. And it was all because of crap inside of me that caused me to do that. Good. Guys, this message is powerful from Dave. It's really right. powerful. And all of that has to be destroyed to fix it. Absolutely. Does this making any sense or is this too brutal? Yeah. It's, it's making a lot of sense and it's, it's brutal. I'm, I'm warning you what's coming, okay? This is yep. not a math problem. Yep. It's a heart problem. The, the math problem is the symptom. The problem yeah. is what's going on inside of you guys. So the yeah. great news is you're very smart people. And if you will apply that intellect to solving this problem as if it were a policy problem or a business problem, you can solve the problem. But the lens by which the problem will be solved is through spiritual contentment. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Translation, you're going to pull up at a stoplight driving a piece of crap car next to people that have a, an income a fourth of yours of the nicer car than yours. Right, right. And you're going to you're not going to care. That's going to be the cool part. Okay. You're going to reach the point you don't care what other people think. And that might be a fur journey for you or him. I don't know which one it is, but some of you guys have been you've been purchasing a lot of stuff for a lot of reasons that are going to change. Yep. They have to. Yeah, they have to because you're on a suicide mission right now. Oh. I mean, his credit cards are actually bundled with one of those like debt relief programs where yeah. we put a pot of money with them and then they negotiate on your behalf so we're not even we're not even paying on the bulk yeah, $124,000 of the credit cards right now. Yeah, you're going to probably have to pull out of those. See, this is, this is where I, I, I disagree with Dave. I'll finish. Let me fin have him finish his thought, and I'll get my two cents. The problem with those people is they don't follow through, and they administratively are, are really, really, really pitiful. They're incompetent. And so you're going to find they don't. The concept of what they pitched you is not completely bad, but you're going to find their follow-through is it will make your bones chill. So you're okay. probably going to pull back out of those. And then we're just going to list these debts smallest to largest. What's the? So he, here's what I'll say is Dave, Dave had no idea who they're talking about. He has no idea. If I'm consulting with this family that just got married that has almost a million dollars of debt, I'm asking the question, okay, let's look at all scenarios. And and the last thing that Dave wants to do is he they don't he doesn't want them to shift to other people and say, now they're gonna help me, they're gonna be my savior, they're gonna it's on them. No, it's like you gotta take responsibility. It's a total hard thing. It's not a math problem. The math is a symptom. I love the when Dave said that, it's a heart problem. And Get that figured out, and let's let's get everything that can help. And if someone can bundle up your your credit cards and negotiate and lower that or lower the interest rate and all that stuff, all that is beneficial. What Dave, what again? Dave doesn't want that to be the scapegoat that doesn't change behavior. But I think two two things can be true. And if you find yourself in a situation, it takes a really special person to say, "I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm the reason. It's not the credit card's fault. I'm the reason that it's it, I'm where I'm at." And I'm in where I'm, where I'm in, and so I'm going to figure out all the solutions that could potentially help me, and maybe working with a company that can negotiate on my behalf would be a good tool. But you have to change your behavior. It's an and, not an or. Home worth. What's the home life, you said? No, what is your home worth? Oh, my home worth. Oh, I think that, let's see, according to Zillow, the home is worth about 300000 Okay, so you have a little bit of equity there, but not enough, yeah. not enough to save you. So I'm, I'm, I always sell the home as the last resort unless it's the problem, and it's not the problem here. Okay. Ratio-wise, it's it's nothing compared to this other stuff. I mean, you have 330000 in student loan debt, 200000 on your house. 
Right. And it's not the problem. You know, and the credit cards are almost as much as a stinking house. So right. it's not the problem. So I don't, I don't think we got to sell it. You probably need, may need to sell a car. Um, I'm not going to rush to do that. The big thing is, is just this shock to the system of your all's lifestyle, where you go from really living what we call in Tennessee, high on the hog, to you're going to be living um, beans and rice, rice and beans. Yeah. Your friends are going to think you've lost your mind, and your mother's going to think you need counseling. Yeah. And we actually, are, we live as my parents now after we got married. They offered us to like stay with them to help us, you know, with transitioning to new life, which has definitely been helpful. Who, out who's living in your house? So I put my condo up for rent when I got engaged because I knew I wanted to save money for the wedding before we got married. So I had a renter in there the last year, actually looking for another renter at least ends in a month. Oh, we'll just sell it then. Yeah. I thought you lived in it. No, we don't live in it. I'll just sell it and put the 90000 on your desk. If Dave and I are agreeing on something, I would tell him to sell it. One less thing to think about, and you get to eliminate a fourth of your debt. Throw ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't need it. If you're not going to move in it, don't, don't, you don't need to own it. No. Yeah, he, here, here's what I'll say. Uh, overall, I want to just say great job, Dave, on how you handled this. I think uh, super well done. You understood that they had enough humility to give you a call, and they had, their heart was in the right place. And so he didn't necessarily yell at them or anything. He told them exactly what they needed to hear. It's not a math problem. It's a heart problem. And here's what I'll say is he kept on saying you're going to have a terrible three years. It might take longer than three years. But the idea is like if I look back on even better wealth, better wealth is six years in the making. And there's more than three years that I, I personally have made a tremendous sacrifice. I don't, I don't regret it for anything. Like I'm so grateful for it. I'm not not it's not woe is me but like i made sacrifices by not hanging out with friends i made sacrifices by not buying this thing i made sacrifices about working when i could be playing or doing these things and it's not because it was like i had to but it was like i have certain goals in life there's a certain mission that i'm on and if i am, am going to be audacious enough to say i want this my actions my inputs how i spend my time and money need to to match that so that's a big thing that it's like, you know, if, if that, that's a big theme here is if you have goals and you, and you have dreams, you, it's as simple as reverse engineering and saying, is the inputs that I'm making today getting me to where I want to go, getting me anywhere close to making me the person that's able to hold that dream job, hold that dream business, do the things that you so badly want to do. And again, it has a lot to do with the motives and whenever our actions are not aligned with our true core values there's some friction there and you will do yourself a lot of good if you can highlight this is why i'm doing this because a lot of times it doesn't come from a good place it comes from maybe scarcity jealousy or something else that we're trying to fill that void so there's your sermon um, i'm done for the day but dave ramsey great job i i can see where this got five million views because a lot of people have probably been really inspired and helped through watching this brave person call in Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.